It's that time of the week. Happy Monday morning, everyone. We are back with episode 12 of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. Once again, I am your host, Sean Brown, and today we have Christina Ramirez. So probably the best way to start a morning just because Christina is such an awesome individual and person to, to be listening to on this Monday morning. Christina is a high school senior photographer. She's based out of the San Antonio, Texas area. And Christina is one of the most open book individuals that I have ever met. She is highly sought after at conferences for her knowledge about uh, editing skin tones, growing a business, really anything that you guys need to know about senior photography, Christina is a resource for and, and really is just one of those people that you don't feel like a stranger to. She's a friend to everyone and and loves what she does every day and you can see that in her work. In today's episode, we're going to talk about breaking out from your normal style, what shoots she's done in the past that may have pushed her a little bit past and and what she learned from that, figuring out editing to make life easier, um, workflows that she has in place to make life easier, and then also revamping your business and figuring out what you need to do to take your business to the next level. It is my pleasure to bring you guys this episode, so without any wait, let's get into this episode of Senior Style Guys Real Talk Podcast with Christina Ramirez. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Real Talk. I'm Sean Brown, and today we're here with Christina Ramirez, who's an amazing senior portrait photographer from San Antonio, Texas, and I am so thrilled to have her on here. So first off, let's welcome Christina. Thank you. Thank you so much for asking me to do this. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Christina is one of the nicest people that you'll ever meet, um, aside from being also an amazing photographer. So when she agreed to come on, I was super stoked and excited to have her on. So Um, First off, give a little bit of an intro to yourself, kind of who you are, um, how you got into photography, kind of like the stuff that people want to know, kind of the backstory. Okay. Um, Stuff that people want to (laughs) know. It's hard to talk about yourself. So I guess just a little bit about me. I have been photographing now for, I believe, eight years, which is so hard to kind of remember that to change, you know, the amount of time each year. Seriously. Just blows my mind. Um, but it's been eight years. So I've been photographing for eight years in business for about um, six and uh, full time now for four or five, five years, I think, something like that. I don't know. I get it all mixed up. Um, and I've been doing seniors exclusively for three years. So um, it's been quite the ride. I have a studio. Um, I actually have two studios in downtown um, San Antonio not far from, you know, the Riverwalk uh, area. And um, I don't know, that's where I operate. I work, I work from home mainly, but I do have um, the studio space to do all my sales and things like that. So. Um, yeah. And, and you mentioned you have two studios, which I just found out when we were at a conference a few weeks ago, yes. um, which I didn't even know. So can you kind of give us a little bit of detail about why you have two studios or kind of like the different uses of them? My husband despises the second studio, but <laughs> um, so I have, I have the first one. It's mainly uh, the one that I've been in the longest and it's um, I've been in there for three years and it has uh, where it's where my girls get their hair and makeup done. So it's got a back room, like a getting area room lounge area, um, you know, makeup station, changing room, all that stuff. And then the front part is 
an office uh, set up in a sense. So I've got the chairs, the big screen TV, um, a desk. And so that's where I do all my sales. Um, so it's not a functioning studio per se as is a space that I shoot in. I could if I were to move things around, but it's just not that big of a space in order to uh, be able to have, a, you know, to actually run a shoot. Um, so an opportunity came up at this amazing uh, warehouse space near downtown San Antonio. So um, San Antonio is kind of large, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of maybe 10 minutes up the road from where my other one is at. And I decided to get into that one, but that one I do sublease out with my uh, one of my makeup artists, uh, Marcy, and then um, my friend who's also her boyfriend, a wedding photographer, his name is Curtis. So that one is shared between the three of us, and that is definitely a shooting space. Um, it's where Marcy does her hair and makeup for her other clients, um, or now all of her clients. And then it's, I mean, it's enormous, it has gorgeous windows, beautiful wood floors. And so I'm hoping um, next year, <laughs> uh, it's a it's definitely high on the list to start doing studio uh, sessions for my clients so right now I just keep putting it off on the back burner uh, we've had some construction going on in there um, so it was easy to kind of brush it off but it, it's gotten to the point now it's ready to go and I can't make any more excuses so um, I think it's fear a little bit that's holding me back I'm guilty of it I totally get when people are afraid to take a plunge into something new and so I think when I talk to newer photographers I mean, I get it because this is definitely the space that I'm in when it comes to the actual shooting portion. Um, it, I get nervous because it's new for me and it's not something that um, I find that I'm amazing at because I still, it, there's a huge learning curve. Um, but it's been fun when I do get in there uh, to shoot. So Well, and you need to shoot studio more because the stuff that you put out is absolutely amazing. So you seriously <laughs> need to get in there more so we can start seeing more of your studio work. Thank you. It's funny you say that because I just finished editing some uh, last night, so I'll be posting it today. Um, but so you know, if you're whenever you're looking at this, go ahead and check back and see it. But it, and even then, posting it, I feel like the oh my god, you know, it just it's it's, that, it's, it's different. And I think yes. that that kind of gets at um, something where it's like people are are always so afraid to kind of try something new. So kind of especially with um, I'll kind of reference your warrior princess shoot. That was something that was kind of completely different for you so kind of how did you come about that did you struggle with kind of should I post this because it's different than your typical brand style that sort of thing kind of what were your thoughts on that absolutely so um my warrior princess are you talking about the outdoor one yeah I think it was you did it in like kind of a watery canyon yeah yeah, yeah. So that one, oh my God, that had been in my brain for years and it, I don't know why it was just something that I had wanted to do, but I, I would meet girls and I hadn't found somebody that, that got me excited about that. And then I met Brienne and the moment I saw that girl, I'm like, that is my warrior princess right there. And it was just her cheekbones, her color, uh, skin tone. It was, it was everything about her. Um, just, I could see it, like finally, I knew I could bring it to life. Um, so I brought Marcy on board and my friend Angela, who's another photographer in San Antonio, um, just for fun. And it was, I think it's so important to do project shoots um, for yourself that are totally off brand. Um, and that's even stuff that I, I still have to remind myself now. I always encourage people to do it, but I have to practice what I preach because we get into this, um, I think it happens a lot when you're newer, you're trying everything, 
So you, there is no brand. There's no look to uphold. There's no style that you have to kind of stick to. And so you're trying all kinds of stuff. And you, and I remember that. I remember doing group shoots with 10 girls and like, well, I don't know if I want to do that again. And I remember, you know, I, I did one uh, tea party shoot where I brought in like 10 different vendors. We had it was insane. That shoot was crazy. We had chandeliers hanging from trees. I mean, but I tried it and I loved it, but I also learned that I didn't want to do it again. So I think in the beginning you start to, um, you give yourself more flexibility to try new things because everything is new and everything is exciting. And then what ends up happening is as you start to hone in, um, to your style, it's very easy to stick to that. Yep because you want to show a consistency to your clients to book your clients and then your clients come to you for that. So they don't want random stuff. They, they're not, that's not what they're looking for. They came to you because they see something from what you've been putting out there that they want for themselves. So I try to do those project shoots, um, to kind of give myself a break. And so that warrior princess shoot was that it was just something crazy just something fun. And anytime I do project shoots, there are no rules. Yep. So any of the rules that I have with my makeup artist for certain ways that I like makeup, um, you know, I shot full sun. I don't usually shoot full sun with my clients, not because I don't know how, it's just not conducive to my brand. Um, but during these things, I'm like, who cares? Let's just throw it all through the water. Let's just see. Why not try it? Um, and so it's a lot of fun. And so from that, oh my gosh, her images... I, it's still I love those. Issues. Thank you. Yeah. It was one of my, and you know, it's so crazy because afterwards you feel so excited. Um, and so I, I need to schedule another one. <laughs> Seriously. I, th I think that's something that everybody can take away too, is that push yourself outside of your normal boundaries, because yes. that's when you start really kind of in reinventing new ways to even implement new stuff into your own style. Um, yes, you always have to so pushing yourself. So I think that you are, an awesome example for that just because you have done those certain shoots where it's like you're normally not shooting studio but like when you do shoot studio it's like everybody's like blown away by it or <laughs> the project shoots so I think that's something so awesome I wanted to I think that's part of one of the reasons that I'm a little hesitant to shoot studio and I was telling that to my husband and I'm I'm on the fence. I'm like, I don't know if I want to include it as part of something I, I, I offer to my clients because I feel that sense of excitement because it's so new and different and it's not what I normally do. And there are no rules. So I have to figure out a way to try to implement it, but still keep that fire Happy medium for you. Yeah. 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 I don't know. And I feel like I'm almost holding on to it because I know it gives me that and I'm afraid to make it something that is just another shoot. Um, and it, it's just so easy to fall into that, you know, monotonous oh, yeah. feeling. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so, um, another thing that people who follow you or, or if you haven't followed Christina for a while, Christina is huge on skin tones. So, um, I kind of wanted to ask you for, for the audience, how did you first realize that like skin tones were so important to photos? Like that, that aha moment that you had where you're like, oh man, I need to really kind of focus on this to, to make life easier, editing easier, that sort of thing. So funny story behind this. I actually didn't know that skin tones were, uh, that the skin tones that I was doing and producing in my work were really a big deal. Um, I had just 
formulated a way and I was just doing my own thing and not really paying attention. As we all but, do. Yeah, which yeah. you should be doing, right? You're just kind of running your own business and not really paying attention to what everyone else is doing. Um, and I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> so v Vicki Black, actually, when she called me to speak at the very first push, um, which was a dream come true for me, I was beside I literally cried because I love to teach I really do and so um, when she asked me to do it I said yes without even knowing what she wants yes whatever you want me to do okay and then which I was like well wait what do you want me to talk about and she's like yes I have your topic and I'm like okay and I'm thinking like you know maybe I, I don't know marketing social media like I just it was not in my head because I could sales like anything um and then she said skin tones and I was just like, really? Okay. <laughs> skin tone. Like, what about my skin tone? She's like, we had, I guess they had done a round table and people were mentioning my name and they're like, Christina Ramirez's skin tones are awesome. I don't know what she does. We want to learn. And so that really put, paused me on my tracks because I told her, I'm like, Vicki, I don't really edit my skin tones. Like, I don't, and she's like, well, whatever your process is, they want to know it. And I'm like, okay and at that time I had a year to figure out what my process was and so through that what I did was I started to pay attention I'm like well what is it that I do I'm not really editing skin tones in camp like afterwards I don't sit there for hours I don't struggle with like why is it any different I started talking to my friends that are in the industry and just photographers like well, what do you do and that's when I realized that there was a difference to what I was doing and how I was obtaining the skin tones um, in camera naturally. So, um, that's how, you know, I learned for myself, I guess, or saw the process and how important colors and what your clients wear are important to getting the right skin tones in camera. And I researched it too. I actually kind of went backwards a little bit because initially I was going to teach on editing and I'm like, well, maybe they want to see how to edit skin tones. And I said, you know what? No, I'm going to be true to my process. Yeah. Um, and, but there was nothing out there. Like they show you all these RGB, all these levels, and I'm not a technical person at all. Um, and so I thought that it's the simplest thing, but nobody's talking about it. And it really just puts it back to art. It's like color theory and complementary colors and just how do complementary colors tie into skin? Um, how does the background and what you're shooting um, and how does that impact people just, we just don't pay attention. We're so glued into, um, our lenses and what is our shutter speed set at? And you know, that you're not paying attention to everything else. Hope that your stuff come, is even in focus in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, where you, that's where your focus is at. And you're not paying attention to the fact that what your client is actually wearing is hurting you and actually making it harder for you. Um, and it's not that it, you can't get right skin tones if they're not wearing the right color. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, how can you make it easier? And so that's how I came about, um, the whole colors and skin tone thing. Um, and, and I fine tuned it with time. Like I, now i now I was paying attention. I'm like, there is a process to this. And I was guiding my clients as to what colors to wear. And I was, so now I have the color guide and I've got everything. Um, and now I have formatted it all into what it is today. So it, it, it's interesting. I, and I try to tell my clients, please, I know what I'm talking about. Just listen to me. Just trust me on this <laughs> Just one. Just trust me. Yeah.
I know they, and some, I've had some moms, like, I just want to throw that color guide out. Like they get so frustrated, but I, you know, I'm really, I'm a stickler for it. I'm like, stick to my color guide, please. It, it'll help. help. And it'll help. the photographers that want to kind of learn more about that process, you actually have that for sale, right? I do. I sell the color guide. It's on my website and um, it's on sale right now for $99 um, through um, the end of the year. When are you going to, when is this going Probably to not till the end of the year, but maybe okay. we'll do like, so I don't we'll, know, we'll talk and maybe do like a special discount code for viewers or something. I, I think a special discount, we can do that. We will extend this, uh, this uh, color guide sale on for, uh, for, for this. So I don't mind doing that. Yeah. And so kind of going off of the color guide, because that's part of your client education, you actually do quite a bit of client education. So kind of walk us through kind of when you started that, what you realized was like kind of that, that moment where you're like, I need to educate my clients because maybe it was like that one instance where somebody showed up with like fluorescent colors or something like that. And you're like, no, I can no. Yeah. Oh my God. What are you wearing? Yeah. That's like the worst. Neons are terrible. Thank God it was a short phase. Oh my God. Very short phase that I <laughs> am thankful my clients did not come to me with. Oh, you're, you're lucky. Yeah. It was, oh God, our Texas girls had it for about two summers and I just, oh gosh. Anyway, um, client education is super important. And it's interesting because I'm even in the space right now where I'm trying to revamp that a little bit, because I think it's important to note that you should always be changing your client education. Um, don't hesitate to readjust things. I mean, the nice thing about what we do as senior photographers is we don't get a whole lot of repeat clients. Yep. So, I mean, do we get siblings? And I'm getting that a lot now as I've gone, you know, deeper into this through the years and I'm getting siblings that come back around. Um, but it's not like a family photographer who they're getting the same exact clients every year, every six months, you know, that sort of thing. So you have the ability to revamp any of your products, any of your process, any of your workflow uh, without it affecting your clients. Anything that's going to make it easier and better for their experience and easier on you, um, you should do. So um, as far as educating the clients, I send out multiple emails. I use Iris Works, who I absolutely love uh, for my workflow, and I have it preset as far as all of my emails that get sent to them. As soon as they become a client, I turn on my workflow button, and they do get fed emails throughout time. So um, it just depends on, you know, I want to say there's probably 10 different emails. I do not send out a client welcome packet, a giant magazine, an issue. I used to do that and stress myself out. But what I found for me was that my clients weren't reading it. Yeah. So I was taking so much time to create this gorgeous magazine and they were just looking at the pictures like most people do when they look at magazines. And I needed them to look at the content and the meat of what I was trying to say because I was getting frustrated. It's like, why didn't you read what I sent you? So I found that in breaking it up through emails over time, they'll read an email with excitement that comes from me once every other week. And um, it has made a world of a difference. And so I educate them on their wardrobe. I do checks, how's your wardrobe coming along? Um, I and That's a really big thing for me because it's so essential to my brand and yeah. my my, you know, like what they, so for some people, they don't want to put any work into that. And that is totally okay. Um, but for me, I, I don't mind it. And it, it, again, it's conducive to what I do. So I do about three emails about wardrobe. So it's information, information, and then a check-in like, 
Hey, haven't heard from you. How's your wardrobe coming along? And then I text them about it if I don't it's, hear from It's them. their favorite text to get from you because they're like, yo, I know I've got my wardrobe together. But. <laughs> yeah. So um, I do that. Um, I uh, had purchased years ago Amanda's um, How to Prep Your Face Guide, which I thought was is incredible. It is, um, seriously. And so I kind of tweaked it and made it my own a little bit. And um, I just, it's great. And I love that. I recommend it. it I'm sure she has it in her shop. Um, and not even now, I don't know. I haven't looked recently, but it's awesome. So I send them that, um, and just, I try to get them excited. I think through sending these emails, it gets them kind of pumped up through time, but it's also serving my purpose of making sure that they're following along with what I want them to do. Seriously. Yeah. And so for those of you who might be watching, you might realize that Christina has a killer model crew or model team or senior rep team, whatever you call it now. And you'll see every year she gets like 300 plus applications, which is insane. So how did you kind of go from maybe having no reps at all or very few to kind of having this really exclusive model crew or model team that everybody wants to be a part of? Okay. So let me just say it is the most stressful time of my year. Every year it is something that I just want to crawl into a closet for. It I think the numbers sound like um impressive. Uh last year I think I had 338 applicants within 2 days. It was it was nuts. Um but in I cried because I had to turn down so many people. Uh so I think that's the hardest part. But I start I think one major thing that I always tell people is you do not need a team of 15 girls. Um that so for some they are able to. Uh for me, I am very honest and upfront. I do not have children. Um and so and I don't think you do either. So it's easier. I definitely do not. No. <laughs> I, but it's easier, right? Like our, our scheduling is different. Like the my yep. time, I have time right now uh, to devote to a larger team. And so it's easier for me to do that. And I have met photographers who feel like they have to have a team of 15, but yet they're running their kids around and, you know, soccer practice and the, they're so overwhelmed. Um, and so please, if that is your story, know that you do not need a team of 15 or 20 girls. So I will, let me just say that right off the top. Yeah. Um, I started my model team with one person and, um, essentially all you need is to create an experience that they want to talk about. And that is the most important part. I mean, there's really nothing else to it. Um, you, if you're, if you're, I'm excited to be there with them. It, like the email, I mean, it's something so simple as sending them emails randomly every other week. Um, that sort of thing adds to the experience. It, it pumps them up, it gets them excited. Um, I do Snapchat takeovers. So I actually send my clients my Snapchat information and they log in and they snap their day on my Snapchat and they love it. If I don't send, like if they really want to do it, I'm getting an email, a text message going, um, can I sign into your Snapchat? Like it's gotten to yep. that point where they're waiting for that moment when it's their day that they can share with all their friends on my Snapchat, how it's all going down. So I think if you're creating that experience for them, then, um, and definitely with your model team, then it's something that they're talking about and it's easy to create that buzz. And there's really no secret other than I've created that buzz. I mean, it, it just, and that's like everybody they ask me they're like well what do you do for your senior rep team or whatever and it's like 
it's honestly just being genuine yes. and wanting to create a, an experience for them. That's like, that's honestly what it is. And it's like, yes. there, I'm sure there are methods. It's like you and I both do with our, our rep teams and whatnot, but it comes down to, to being genuine, wanting to really build something that's different and special for them, really. Absolutely. And I will be going into detail, my model team breakdown at Push Conference right, yeah. in Indiana this summer. So please, I think there's still seats available. And if there's not, be watching just in case somebody can't make it, but you have got to be there. Um, and so that's where I'll be going down, going through like my actual breakdown process of like the discounts. I do offer small discounts. It's not huge, but they are paying clients. Um, and I go through, um, you know, the, the deeds. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going from Christina, not being technical at all to teaching you the technical details. I know, right? Really stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously she thinks I do a good job when I break, you know what it is when I'm forced to process it that way. That's I when you, yeah, it. that's when you start going. <laughs> yes. When I get there, it's not technical. My way is very organic and I kind of stumble my way through it all. But I, I think that's everybody. There are very few of us. Maybe I'm one of the few that's actually like pretty technical in, in, in what I do, but that's about it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for hopping on here. Um, where can people find you, your website, social media, that sort of thing? So uh, thank you again for having me. It's always fun to chat with you, Sean. I um, am on all social media platforms. I am on Instagram at, um, at Christina Ramirez Photography, and it's C-H- R-I-S-T-I-N-A. And we'll um, link it down below too. Okay, perfect. Yes. Um, Christina Ramirez, at uh, Christina Ramirez Photography on Instagram. The same on Facebook. I am on Twitter, which um, I think is super important. Yep. Um, and I'm on Twitter at, at Miss Christina. So that's M-I-S-S Christina 59. Do not feel like you have to follow me on Twitter. There's a, I, I'm fine with photographers not follow me on Twitter, but I am there if you want to peruse through there. That's just my way of organically chopping into my seniors. Um, and then where else? Snapchat at C Ramirez photo. I think that's it. <laughs> we got, got them all. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Um, for, for those of you who are just joining us, maybe this is your first Real Talk episode, we will be putting these out with a ton of other speakers too. So make sure to hit the subscribe button below if you're on YouTube or check out the blog and make sure that you're following along that. Um, it's just seniorstyleguide.com and we'll be linking these in blog posts every so often. So you guys can hear um, other speakers and kind of their journeys as well on Real Talk. But to end the episode, um, you get to ask the viewers one question that they're going to answer down in the comment section below. So this is what I said. This one oh, might throw you, but it can be literally any question that you have and you want people to answer it all. If I had one question. Wow. I know. I told you to throw you for a loop. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Okay. One question that I want the, the people watching to answer. What separates you from everyone else. I like it. I think that's important because so, I mean, you can hear me talk, you can hear everyone else talk and we can give you your tidbits, but at the end of the day, what separates you? And I think that's the key to making anything you do successful. Agreed. I love it. So the question is what separates you from, from other photographers? So thank you so much for hopping on Christina. It was a joy to chat with you and kind of hear some of the stories that are, are even new to me. And I've chatted with you a fair amount throughout getting mm -hmm. to know you the past couple of years, but 
thank you so much for hopping on. And no until then, we'll see you guys on the next episode of Real Talk. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Christina. That wraps it up for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. I know that there are so many podcasts out there that you guys have the option to listen to. And it really means the world that you're joining us and giving us a part of your day and really just joining in on part of the conversation and and the community. In addition, make sure that you guys are joining us over on Facebook and the Senior Style Guide group over there, where photographers from all throughout the country contribute, give their input and their advice and their experiences to help other photographers learn and grow. We'd love for you to join us over there as well. So all you have to do is search Senior Style Guide on Facebook, ask to be added to the group, and we'll make sure that you guys get to be a part of the conversation over there. If you haven't had a chance to hit that subscribe button below, please take a second to do that really quick. What that does is it makes sure that you guys keep up to date on all of the content that we're putting out there. We have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you guys throughout the year from leaders and other photographers that you would love to hear from. So we want to make sure that you do not miss a single episode of that. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button below. Thank you guys for joining us. And we cannot wait to have you as part of the listening experience for future podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the next episode and we'll see you around.